So, uh, I'm pausing, taking a long time to do this intro, um, because for now the third or fourth time in a row, uh, I, I have nothing prepared. <laughs> I feel like, I feel Great like maybe, maybe your, your lack of preparedness is rubbing off on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Only I'm one of think, it. We have to. We have to coordinate. The only one of us could. Uh, yeah. Could well, I'm starting to think maybe the roles are switching a bit. I feel like maybe you have a bit more prepared than me mm. uh, doing this. You know. You know. You know what's crazy is that for some people this is going to be a surprise. This is just out of nowhere. We just drop seasons. Yes. Uh, I don't even know what season we're on. Seven. It's nine. We're on season seven. Is uh, it seven? <laughs> It's a good. It's a good question. I think. I think it's season seven. I think we're dropping Let's, season seven today. Yeah. Um, I remember. Uh, apparently, this was a big deal when Rick and Morty dropped season three. Like they didn't tell anybody. All of a sudden, season three just showed up. And so, whether it be from a lack of preparation or a brilliant marketing scheme that we're doing, we're dropping yeah. season seven. Boom! Right into it. Uh, season seven, and uh, here we are. So, um, yes, that was that was. I'm not going to say it was the worst intro we've ever done, but perhaps one of the worst intros that we've ever done. So, well, I mean, we're not done yet, so it, it, it could redeem <laughs> could redeem itself. Exactly, exactly. Hello and welcome everybody to the ETC Podcast Season 7 premiere episode, episode 55 of the ETC Podcast, your one-stop pod for entertainment, technology, and cars, and all things random. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting across the city from me, as always, is Aaron Zdenkar. Now that was quite the stark contrast. My 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 actual delivery of the intro was nice and enthusiastic and a lot yeah. of energy compared yeah. to that intro. But I will say <laughs> what I've done for this episode for our for our it's it's no longer a glorious return because I feel like season six was a twelve year hiatus or something like that. Or no, not yeah. twelve year. I can't remember what we said. It was like eight years or something like that. Eight year hiatus, glorious return. Yeah. Um, this, How many weeks was this? This was like. Six weeks yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Our last episode, 54, was December 2nd. So, yeah. you know, six, yeah, seven weeks, maybe eight weeks or something like that. Um, so, although it's not a glorious return, I will say it is still a, a hopefully celebrated return among our fans because, um, you know, like, you know, we get back into it. And then we stop, and there was not a ton of talk as to when we were going to come back. And who knows? We could have just let it go, you know. Yep. Um, Another eight years. Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not it's not like when we stopped in 2012. We were like, you know what? We're going to break forever now. I think it organically just kind of petered off. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We we are better this time. We're older and wiser. I think I think that's literally what I said on the premiere of season six, actually. <laughs> um, but we're wiser enough to actually give our fans what they want again. Um, you know, last time we got together with our friends, Deanna popped the question in terms of like, "Hey, what's what's going on with the podcast, yeah. guys?" And uh, you know that maybe that put a little bit of gear in. So so season so here here is a brief preview of what you guys can expect in season seven. No, we don't. We don't. We don't, <laughs> that, we don't be, that would be amazing, right? Like the, the Top Gear style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually recorded all these episodes, and then we jump right into yeah. it. No, no. The only thing we know that we have planned is is associated with Deanna, which is the environmental yes. episode. So there is going to be an environmental episode as part of season seven. Did um, we confirm when when Earth Day is? Like 
Uh, we did not. I I do believe it's not in March, even though I thought it was in March because there's okay. Earth Hour. Earth Hour right, happens right. in March. Um, Earth Day apparently is April twenty. Uh, around around the world on April twenty second. April twenty second. Okay. So, so what did we do last last season? We did fourteen episodes or something like that. Uh, and it lasted what like September to December is like four months or something like that. Yeah. So theoretically, if we have the energy to do a full stack season again, <laughs> full full fat season, uh, we will make it to Earth Day. Um, yeah. But I promise this: if we do not make it to Earth Day, then for sure we will have an environmental episode like squeezed into season seven. Yes. Uh, yes. Mark. Mark. We're, my we're words. committing. We're committing to that by Earth Day. Yes. Before Earth Day, we will have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. What would be funny is if we went on like. More than, you know, April 22nd and we f- completely forgot to do it. So, um, but yes, I mean, as you can tell by the, the premiere of this episode, we don't have a lot of content as it is. So we, we, we need something. <laughs> so, so we got to do Earth Day. We got to, we got to fill it with something, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you, you sound like you have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I, I don't know if I have a whole bunch of stuff, but, but you um, have stuff. Yes. I, I feel like, you know, we, we have to get back into the swing of things. So, um, yes. you know, maybe we'll start with. It's been ages since uh, you know the last episode. Uh, six yes. six weeks, uh, which six is weeks, a, seven weeks, eight weeks. weeks. Yeah. Um, what what were uh, you know uh, the E and the T and the C? What what were some some highlights for you in that that hiatus? Maybe we'll we'll start yes. there. <laughs> I mean, I kind of I kind of wanna I kind of wanna highlight you know things that we we you know maybe maybe just one thing that we talked about a lot during season six. And it actually happened during our hiatus between season six and season. Seven. I don't know mm-hmm. why I said hiatus so weird there, which is we both finally saw Tenet. Yes, we did. Yeah, so we so again, regular listeners, obviously, you know that me and Aaron have been uh, talking about Tenet for a long time. Uh, we we love the trailer that came out right before Star Wars. Um, you know, and there's a lot of hype around it. And then there was a lot of news about it because Christopher Nolan wanted it in theaters and, and there's this whole thing about whether you should go to the theater or not. Uh, I have since found out that, you know, we have some friends that went to see it in the theaters, but you know, COVID practice, like I have one friend, uh, again, I don't know if he's comfortable with me telling people that, that he went to the theater, but he did, <laughs> he was socially responsible. He sat in his car and waited till he found a theater that nobody was going to. And he went to it right. by himself. Yeah. So, um, so yes, Tenet got Tenet was finally released in video form. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like Wonder Woman where you know it was same day release uh, as not yep. same day release, but like it wasn't a theatrical release at home. It was you know released in theaters back in September and actually came home. Uh, so it was a nice, reasonable six ninety nine rental. Um, and I've talked to a few people, and you you know me and you have not even really talked about this. Like how how did you? I mean, obviously, without giving out spoilers, well, whatever. Yeah. Who's listening yeah. to this, anyways? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what? what did I feel you like eighty percent of the people, eighty percent of the people that that listen to this probably have seen it. The other twenty yes. percent probably don't care. That's exactly. <laughs> and there's one in particular who probably will explicitly not want to see it uh, because it's directed by Chris Nolan. Yes, that's right. Uh, greatest director, uh, greatest yes. director of uh, Dark Knight movies uh, ever. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, so so I guess first thing, you know, like I uh, I was sad that I did not see this in theaters because I feel yeah. like I mean, again, the uh, the greatest like um, the the greatest like trailer uh, and almost ruined, almost like 
overshadowed the movie we were seeing, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, right? Um, like, I think that's a high bar, right? Because, you know, you're seeing it on the huge, and, and you know, like those, those IMAX uh, sequences, right? Um, they just don't have the same effect, right? If you're not watching yeah, it totally. on like a gigantic screen. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, like, again, like I, I'll give like my take on, on the movie, but I wonder how much of it is also like it, how much of a different review I would have given if I saw it <laughs> in a theater, right? Um, Can you imagine if that's the reason Chris Nolan was like pressing so hard to get people in theater? Cause he's like, you know what? I got a mediocre movie, but if you see it in IMAX, it's going to be really good. <laughs> I mean, there's there's probably some movies that are like that that are borderline, and then yeah, you, know, you yeah. see it on you know in, in a theater, and it's like oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so I mean, I know there's a lot of mixed. Uh, like I've I've talked to a few people, and it seems like there's some mixed you know feelings about it. Um, yes. I, you know, I overall liked it. I think it was. I will say it's pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't. You know, there wasn't anything like. You know, it had everything that the trailer kind of promised, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say, I think there's nothing that was like, oh, I didn't like that blew me away, you know, um, because I think the right. trailer and I mean, it's unfair because I feel like that's the risk with seeing it's not even it wasn't even a trailer, right? It was literally the the first like five yeah, it was minutes the opening, of the movie. Exactly. The opening of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a risk with with that because it it's sort of like, OK, well, that's a really high bar. And then, you know, you pretty much know what the movie is going to be. Um, and then whenever you watch it. Uh, you know, obviously the trailer didn't tell the story and everything, but I don't know how you felt, but I think, you know, nothing was surprising. Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, definitely Inception was the closest in terms of like style and, and kind of, you know, uh, what it reminded me the most of. Um, yeah. I think I would place Inception above it. Like I think the the, the story and, and kind of the, um, you know, kind of like not revealing everything um, up front Yep. Uh, I think Inception did a better kind of job at that, but I mean, you know, the action and and the like again, it, the production value is crazy on 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 this thing, right? So yeah, I mean, um, it's weird because yeah. I definitely like I I will say that I really like the movie, um, but I do question, like I, I question my own opinion. Uh, one because so many people are like this this movie was not good, um, so <laughs> I, I you know that that has me question my own opinion sometimes. Um, that's why it's, it's never great to go see movies with other people. Cause like, like their opinions can sway your opinion sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I will say it, it made me question how much I'm forgiving of the movie because it's Christopher Nolan. Like, I wonder mm. if I saw this movie and it wasn't Christopher Nolan, what my thoughts would be, you know? And like, like, cause I kept thinking to myself in the movie, I was like, wow, this is like super disciplined filmmaking. That's, that's what I kept telling myself. And, and what I meant by that was like, so so again, it's hard to talk about this without giving too much away. So if you haven't seen the movie and you and you want to see the Give movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, skip this whole episode, maybe this yeah. whole season. Um, but like, I, I like you know, like I was very surprised. Like you know, like near the beginning, when um, the uh, the the main guy—I don't even know his character's name—the main didn't guy have a, he didn't have a name, right? Yeah, name, right? Yeah, yeah. His character's name was literally like guy or man or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Denzel Washington's son. protagonist, I think protagonist, oh, protagonist, that's, yeah. that's literally what it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, Denzel Washington's son, little tidbit from Brody. Um, yeah. so, so he, when he met with the, the scientist and the scientist was explaining, you yeah. know, uh, time inversion, I was like, 
whoa, that was like a really quick conversation. And that's the only kind of exposition, not exposition, only kind of explanation yeah. that we get of what's happening. That's it. And yeah. that that's, that's, we get nothing else basically. And I'm like, that's really, again, because it's Christopher Nolan, the the term I was using in my head was discipline. It's like he avoided trying to really over explain it and try to build to a big moment where the protagonist like realizes that this is happening. It's literally just like, here's what's happening. Here's what we got to do. Okay, next scene, right? But I wonder if it wasn't Christopher Nolan, if I'd be saying this is really terrible directing and really terrible storytelling. <laughs> like you should explain some of that stuff, right? And yeah. and that's where my opinion of the movie, I think. Like falters, but I'll say not falters where it sways, and I'll say, but but that sways it for me from being like a really awesome movie to still a really good movie because like ultimately that stuff aside, I still really enjoyed it. I thought the yeah. the concept was really clever, like very Christopher Nolan clever. I thought it was super engaging, although at times very a little bit confusing. Like the the conversations were a little bit hard to follow at times. Like yeah. I found sometimes, like, the main plot, like, time inversion aside, was a little bit complicated. Like, with the husband and the wife. Like, that stuff I, I had trouble following sometimes. Um, and, like, but overall, I, I felt like it was a really good feeling. And I, I enjoyed the fact that I, I want to kind of keep rewatching it and, and mm-hmm. want to figure it out more, right? Like, I want to, I kind of want to rewatch it and dissect it a little more, right? Yep. Yeah, no, it's, um, so, so, you know, the way, the way I looked at it is, um, Again, like, yes, there's a lot of, it's a very Christopher Nolan movie. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are. I think I think he's executed better in, in other movies. And I think, like, the one thing that, um, if I do have one criticism of this, is um, th- I think he left too much off-screen, happening off-screen. Yeah. Because I think, you know, I think what really works well in, in like, movies like Inception and things like that is, they like, he doesn't explain, which is the brilliance of it, right? It's sort of like, you know, not explaining what's going on. And so, um, you know, it's treating the audience with intelligence because yep. you can kind of, you have to figure out yourself. But I, I felt that compared to Inception, maybe some of his other movies, there was more left off screen in this movie. And I think yep. some of that maybe is, like it was a very fast, right? Like, at, like yeah, yeah, yeah. one moment he's like somewhere and then another moment he's like in another part of the world. Yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. It's very, very quick. So it, it, it didn't feel, um, it's one of those things where like, even if you rewatched it, you wouldn't really necessarily understand it again any anymore because a lot of stuff happened off screen. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. I recall watching, you know, like Inception again, and everything like you can kind of pick up stuff. It it happened very subtly, but things happened on on screen. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I think that's I the only like, thing is like I, I think he's done better, uh, but it's still yes. a really good movie. Well, you know, you're totally right about that. I I find in the same things about his like less cerebral movies, like even like like Batman Begins, Dark Knight, those things. Like I remember Dark Knight Rises, that whole intro scene with like the plane and Bane. Like I watched that movie so many times and the beginning I just didn't pay attention to it. I was just more in awe of like, oh my god, they're like hanging a plane and he's jumping and this is amazing. But like like after a while I'm like, okay, I I, I realize, oh, that actually has something to do with the plot. Like, I mean it's a yeah. small not a super again hard to explain thing, but I just never paid attention to it. And that's what's nice about it. You know, it's weird with Christopher Nolan too, because I feel like I feel like it's weird. Like I, I actually at one point thought, oh, you know what? I might like Tenet better than like any of his other movies. But oh. it's it's weird because I was like, I almost feel like I like the way 
his movies are progressing in the sense that I like, like, I like that his movies feel a little bit, I don't know, this is kind of pretentious to say, but they almost feel like less polished. Like Inception feels very yeah. polished and very blockbustery, whereas Inception almost feels like an indie movie. Yeah. Right. Sorry. What did yeah. I say? Inception. Sorry. Tenet. Tenet feels like an uh, 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 indie movie, and I I don't know why, but in, in in my head I'm almost like I kind of like that. I kind of like that it's less polished. But if I if I think about analyzing it, you're right. I think like this fast paced go go go. I don't think I've seen that executed better than Batman Begins. Like Batman Begins was just like. Such like I always describe Batman Begins as a two-hour trailer. It was just like so fast, things yeah. just kept happening, the music kept going, and then it just stopped, and then it, the movie was done. And that worked really, really well to the point where I I actually at times think that Batman Begins is better than Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. I actually think it might be the be- best of the three. But because mm. like this really quick storytelling, he was able to stitch it together really well and it worked really well. Maybe Tenet it didn't work that well. Like, like he tried, maybe he tried to do those these fast. Like oh here's a little here's a little bit of story next here's a little bit of story next here's a little bit of story next, but maybe like it just didn't fit together I don't know but whatever it is I ultimately think in the end I think I really enjoyed and liked Tenet, um but there are definitely people's opinions that have have me questioning my own opinion of the movie. Yeah no it's yeah. it's interesting that it was polarizing and again I haven't uh, I, I don't actually know like. Um, specifically what some of the main criticisms are because it I, I don't know it's weird like I watched it and I'm like I you know like I, I I can see how some people maybe you know didn't think this was a great movie yeah um but yeah I don't know what like I watched it I'm like I don't, I don't understand what is so polarizing here that people would be like this is the worst movie ever <laughs> yes well I, I think it's against the background of a lot of hype right and I think generally hype yeah. kind of kind of invites criticism right it's like if right. the movie wasn't hyped up that much like i bet you if this was christopher nolan's first movie and no one really knew him people would like you know what it almost feels like like uh looper or something right you know like you know ryan johnson wasn't super well known when looper came i don't think i'd even heard of him before looper mm-hmm. came out and when looper came out, was, oh this is like this cool new director like kind of indie movie right and i feel like tenet's a little bit like that it's like almost like this like small indie movie by this kind of unknown director, even though he's like one of the biggest directors in the world now, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. anyways, Tenet's out for rent right now. Go check it out. Leave your comments yeah. below or something like that. Uh, yeah. Do whatever. On that note, though, I have a bit of news. So, so mm. you know, we talked about that Tenet wasn't one of these releases, but we mentioned Wonder Woman was. Like Wonder Woman was a actual, like the first time release it was released to home, like not in the theaters, right? And we talked about other movies that did this. Mulan did this and Soul did this. Um, have you seen, uh, so I, I just saw it yesterday, but it might've come out a little while ago. Have you seen, uh, this big HBO max Warner brothers trailer that just came out? No, no. I, I think, um, uh, you're talking about like, not, it's not one particular, uh, it's not one particular movie, right? You're talking about no, the trailer for it's like all this, their, it's kind of like their whole roster or not the whole roster, yeah. but a big I, I mean, a lot of the things. services have been doing this over the last little while, right? Like Netflix had a huge one. Um, right. Before that, Disney like had a massive like announcement event. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, so, like, yeah, the year the year ahead or something, or, or the next few y- years ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like a that was like a uh, investors call, but they had their like you know their big Disney yeah. rollout or whatever. This this was like a short two minute like like promo, almost like an ad mm. for HBO Max. And what it was advertising is, I guess, in twenty twenty one. I don't know. I don't know if this is a wide sweeping decision. 
but it's a at least a lot of their major movies they're saying like the ad is like for the first time ever the movies will be released in theaters and on HBO Max on the right. same day so they they've announced basically i guess in 2021 with covid and everything that's happening that all there's all these Warner Brothers movies are going to be same day release HBO Max and um in the theaters now in Canada i don't know what that means for us because again there's a little bit of a i i'm still confused as to whether our Crave HBO subscription includes HBO Max. I don't yeah. know what the licensing there is. Um, but the exciting thing about it, uh, this trailer, is that they just dropped like so many things into this trailer. So so um, like a couple of days before that, there was the big Godzilla versus King Kong trailer that dropped. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, so God, Godzilla yep. versus Kong, um, which actually looks pretty interesting, I got to say. I mean, I, I liked... Uh, I kind of liked the the Godzilla that was released a little while back, um, and then I didn't yeah, see was, the second the director? one. That you, was... you're talking about the um, I forgot the name of the movie, but you're you're talking about the Holly, the last Hollywood one, right? Like the one the, uh, the one that's in the same series as so this one starred uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, the the kick ass guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who the director was, um, and then there was a sequel to that, right? There was Godzilla. King of Monsters, um, with uh, what's her name from Stranger Things? Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Billy yep. Millie Millie Bobby Brown. Yep. Um, and and this one I believe is in the same world as that because she I yep. believe Millie Bobby Brown is in this this one as well. Um, but it looks along nice. with so, like uh, I mean, there's a series, there's a whole like kind of series, right? Because like yeah. uh, Kong, like the previous Kong movie, I'm assuming this is sell the same universe. Yes, right? the same. I, I believe so. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, I think that that. Aaron Taylor, whatever his name is, that was like the kind of like the reboot, and then now this is like a series. So, so that came out and that looked pretty cool. Um, there, kind of squeezed into this trailer of a bunch is the new Suicide Squad. Hmm. Um, so last one apparently terrible. Breton said it's like the worst movie she's ever watched. It just yeah, really it wasn't got awful. Great. <laughs> yeah, did you see it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel the bar. The problem is that it also came out basically right in the middle of like the peak of the last you know MCU phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and and I feel like the bar is so high that you know if you're watching you know Avengers or whatever alongside you know that it's like yeah. it, it's probably not a great it's probably an okay movie to begin with, and then you watch it alongside the Marvel stuff and it's like this is this is terrible, like this terrible, is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just remember kind watching of DC's kind of like issue though, right? Like it. Again, I, I don't, you know, I don't think they're necessarily bad because um, a lot of bad movies out there. Like even, you know, like I, I thought the last Wonder Woman was pretty good. I haven't watched yep. it, the the current one, um, you know, and you know some of the uh, the uh, what's it called Justice League movies, right? Um, yeah, I I didn't see Justice League, but I mean, I watched yeah. Batman versus Superman, and that was bad. Oh, I mean, it wasn't yeah. like when I say bad, it just means boring. Like they like they weren't. I mean, I watched it on a plane, granted, but I just found it really yeah. boring. And yeah, I mean, I think the problem is not really DC; it's just Zack, just Zack Snyder, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just any, yeah. any, like, which is weird because like I, I have to admit, I actually liked Zack Snyder back in the day. I, I like Three Hundred, I liked Watchmen, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, apparently all of his DC stuff is just terrible. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's not great. <laughs> but the new one, yeah, the new one, this trailer, and the new one's directed by um, Peter Gunn. The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy guy, hmm. so that that has some promise. Um, yep. So that was in there. The new Mortal Kombat was in there, uh, which is kind of nice. interesting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who knows if that'll be good or bad? I mean, the original. Yep. I mean, as a kid, the original was amazing, but 
does not hold up great over time. Um, there is a new kind of, I guess, kind of true to life, not true to life, based on a real story, um, the the story of the the Williams sisters, like Serena Williams and Venus Williams. Okay. Um, and so the the dad is played by Will Smith, so it's kind of like about them growing up, and and I, I think I've heard that their dad was a really big influence on them and mm. and and how they came to be. So that's really cool. There's a new Space Jam, um, with no. uh, really? yes, with uh, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be really terrible. What is his name? Who is it? It's um, oh my God, who is the new? Anyways, some famous basketball player. Are, are, like like current basketball players. Is that is that where you're yes. like LeBron James uh, or Stephen Curry uh, or uh, uh, LeBron uh, James Wade. sounds. LeBron James sounds right. That's gonna be really terrible though. <laughs> Come on, I got okay. So it's called the New Legacy. Yeah, uh, LeBron James. It is LeBron yeah, James. Yeah. I, I feel like it's you. You you have to pick one of the like whoever is the top now, right? Because yes. And, yeah. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. So, so LeBron James is there, um, and then so again, all these movies flash. There's a new Hugh Jackman movie coming out. Um, anyways, within two minutes, just all these movies yeah. and things coming out. And then what's pretty cool is that at the very end, they kind of flash through all the movies, right? It's like Space Jam, uh, you know, Matrix or not Matrix, uh, Mortal Kombat, all that stuff of like that. And then at the very end, I just gave away the secret. At the very end, <laughs> the last thing they flash up is the Matrix. So this uh, is this is this is happening. Like I, I, I think I saw something about. it. I wasn't quite sure if it yeah, was uh, so, true or not. So a while, a couple months ago, I know definitely like Keanu Reeves and I believe Carrie Ann Moss signed to do it, like Matrix Four. Um, okay. And I believe the Wachowski sisters are also signed on to direct it, which would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only thing, and I, and Breton brought this up. I was like, oh right, yeah. Like, what is it going to be? Because aren't, aren't like, yeah, I know. Carrie Ann, uh, aren't yeah. Neo and, and Trinity dead? Like, yeah. spoiler alert, but like, um, yeah, aren't they, aren't they dead? Like, I don't know what's going to, what the story is. Also, be. it's also one of those things, like, it sounds cool, but then you really think about it and it's just sort of like, you know, you go back to the last two movies. Yeah. And you're like, nah, maybe I don't really want to see like, another <laughs> one. <laughs> because I, I yeah. feel like, all the things you think back on about how awesome it is, it's it's like steps back to the first movie. Yeah, then, it's true. It's true. Every, if I think too much about the second and third movie, not hey, I enjoy watching it. It was you know cool, yeah. but um, I don't know if I want to watch another one of those. You know, like yeah. So yeah, I don't know what I, it's going to be about, but yeah. I, I mean, I have faith in the Wachowskis, but you're right though because they also directed the second and third one, and those are only okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, and and actually, you know, the kind of the kind of crappy part too about about the way they put the matrix in this trailer like first of all there's no shots of it every other movie basically they had shots and they showed the title but they just kind of put the matrix at the end um and like okay so one of my pet peeves in life and i do not hold this against people because i know it's beyond their control it's still a little bit of a pet peeve of mine but i don't know if you like i mean you obviously go to work and and you see presentations and powerpoint presentations and keynotes and all this stuff like that and you know you know when people go and they include logos like let's say let's say there's like a um let's say there's a slide and you want to show oh here's all our current customers for January 2021 or whatever right. and it'll be a slide of like a bunch of logos of customers and and what it clearly is is that like they grab logos from the internet and put them on the slide 
And these logos are obviously not optimized for their presentation because they'll be like a white background and it's like a square <laughs> cutout and all this stuff. And it just doesn't look nice. And again, I understand that people who are putting these presentations together don't necessarily have graphic design skills to rejig it, but it just looks awful. It looks really bad. Yeah, and then don't I, they own these? Like, don't don't they own the logos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so this is this is the thing. Like, like I don't, I, like it doesn't look that bad. It's not like there's like a white background around the Matrix logo and it's on a on like a black yeah. background. It's it's just a full white background and but but it almost it almost looks like that and i'm like oh man this this looks a little cheap at the end here um you can't even uh, yeah. yeah can you can't yeah. even afford uh proper uh graphic design these days yeah exactly anyways <laughs> hbo max and somehow in canada all these things are coming out to uh to uh same day theater as as the mm-hmm. thing um we're gonna take a short break but we'll be right back after this Welcome back, everybody, to the ETC Podcast, episode 55, season 7 premiere. That's right. We're seven seasons strong. Lucky number seven. Episode one. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com. You can also visit our official website, anchor.fm slash the-etc-podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter and look at our YouTube channel. You can see a video version, and you can see how long me and Aaron's hair has gotten. So long, <laughs> in fact, that Aaron had to put it back under his hat. Aaron, what is on your noggin? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is, uh, I'm trying to decide because I feel like there's a few things to talk about. Mm. Um, but let's start with the most, the, the thing that's actually maybe current, it's news because something else I want to talk about that, that isn't news per se, but uh, hasn't stopped me in the past. We're, um, we're, on, we're on like the, the hot button pulse here. Our episode is yeah. going to be released tonight and we're going to be right on the money. Exactly, exactly. So... Uh, uh, Tesla has finally updated their Model S. I don't know if you. This is so funny. This is this is so this? funny because I I legitimately wanted to talk about this. If yeah. you weren't gonna like, I was gonna like tack it on at the end and talk about this. This is amazing. So, I mean, this could like let's this could be a discussion. You know, it, uh, yes, you can talk about it. Uh, so um, as you know, um, yeah, Tesla and and it's been a while. Like the so the Model S. I, I don't know when it was released, but it's been a while now. It probably. Maybe ten years, maybe not not quite ten years, but um, was it their was it their second their second model that they released after the X? Uh, after oh, sorry, no, the, the, the Roadster. it was the first the one after the Roadster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they and then the X came after that. Yeah, so they haven't really like you know a lot of car manufacturers. Um, pretty much every four years is a completely new redesign, right? Like they they right. redesign everything. Um, Tesla is a bit different. One because they are obviously, until recently, a very small company, and so it's not like they could just churn out like they'd be making the same car for twenty years, right? Um, you know, the Model S did not exist uh, ten years ago, um, but also their their whole like model uh, of updating software continuously, right? Uh, where the car would just get new features through a software update. Um, I think those reasons combined, there hasn't really been a big update to to the the Model S. Um, well, there's been you some were, changes. You were, you were the one who also told me that they don't really have model years, right? They kind of just have like yeah. 
rolling updates where it's like it just depends exactly. when you bought the car, right? Yeah, yeah. It's basically what the iPhone has become, right? Like, uh, or or the MacBook, I think, is is probably the better kind of uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, example. But um, yeah, so they've done a, a minor cosmetic uh, update a few years back, but other than that, you know, pretty much um, they haven't updated anything. So the, the uh, I think just yesterday they announced. Um, uh, new Model S, uh, pretty big updates, uh, both the interior and, and exterior, and also some pretty significant um, to like the the uh, the drivetrain and the batteries and everything. Pretty significant updates. Um, so yeah, it's I mean you know I think uh, it's there's some pretty crazy stuff. I think probably mentioned off the bat. I mean they they have they've got rid of the performance models with like ludicrous mode, um, and they've gone <laughs> beyond that now. Um, be sure to check out our video on KCB's exact, reaction to the ludicrous mode. exactly yeah so i don't know like i don't know how i i can't imagine this but i mean that was already in, like insane or ludicrous or whatever um yep. this is now they've gone a step up which i don't know what that's oh, okay. gonna feel like oh yeah. they, they've gotten rid of they've gotten rid of ludicrous mode because they have a new mode that's even crazier exactly so it's and called I'm assuming- plaid oh yeah sorry is this not crazier than plaid or this is they're including plaid in this yeah, this is like Plaid is one step above, um, yeah, you know, whatever they had we before. Talk, we, we've talked about Plaid before, um, so they're now just including Plaid in the S. Yeah, this is the first time yeah, yeah. I, I think they announced it previously, but this is the first time that it's, uh, I guess, in in a, a vehicle you can buy from them. Um, but yeah, it's insane. So, uh, the Plaid version, there's, there's two levels actually, there's like Plaid and then Plaid Plus, both come with three electric motors instead of just two. Uh, in the in the vehicle, I think the normal plaid is something like a thousand twenty horsepower. Um, okay. Actually, they haven't released the full stats or the specs for the plaid plus, so we only know um, what it is for uh, the plaid model, and and then the plus will be crazier than that, basically. Um, but yeah, one thousand eighty horsepower uh, for the plaid uh, model. It'll do zero to sixty in in one point nine seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> Because the 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 Roadster 2.0 was like 1.8 seconds, I think, right? Yeah. So this is about there. It's it's, it's pretty in a way bigger car. Yeah. It, so that that's the thing, right? This is still. I think you know. Um, there's a lot of crazy cars out nowadays, right? Like you know, like all the McLarens out there, and like you know, I'm sure like the new 911 Turbo. But again, like you know, it's not a it's not a cheap vehicle by any means, but it's a full size like sedan, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like four doors, like pretty comfortable. Um, but yeah, one thousand eighty horsepower, it'll do zero to sixty in less than two seconds. They're saying it's like, the quickest production car to sixty, um, but just just like ridiculous, ridiculous uh, stats. So the Plaid Plus will be even one step above that. Um, mm-hmm. Some pretty neat interior um, changes too, though. So there's a there's a new steering wheel, which is really interesting. Um, this is the main. No, this is the main. There's thing. no stocks. Yeah. yeah, like I and, and I don't know if this is if if this is the final version or or whatnot. But um, yeah, basically, you know, a lot of people are familiar with you, you have uh, you know your turn signal stock, and then there's usually another one for your wipers and things like that. Um, they've gone rid of that, and uh, it's a combination of. I guess some sort of like haptic touch buttons on the steering wheel itself. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is actually just going to be intelligent. And so I think what they're trying to do is previously they had a stock that would um, basically you can select between, you know, park, drive, reverse, right? But now what they're going to do, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but as soon as you get in based off where you are and what's around the car, 
as soon as you put your foot on the brake pedal, it'll know whether you want to go into like forward or reverse. So oh you do, <laughs> you don't even have to like tell it, right? And there's going to be some override, like there's there's like you know that that touch control, but it's just yeah, going to yeah, know yeah. based off off where you are and what's around the car, which is don't, if you think about it, a really simple concept, but that's it's just crazy, right? Like, don't get me wrong, like I I heavily believe in this, and I think it's the way of the future, and I think this is the way to go. I I just I just I'm just very curious about these initial stages i know yeah it's it's when, like how is it gonna work right and when the, yeah, yeah when this it? thing is yeah exactly like yeah. i feel like there's definitely going to be a transitionary phase where the stuff just doesn't quite work the way they want it um but yeah that, that's that's pretty interesting actually and and it's interesting like i mean i was curious even the, like the, the only thing i have written down is the steering wheel because that, that was the headline that i yep. read um and i'm curious like because again for those who don't you know, like who are trying to figure this out in their head. I mean, it almost looks like a, almost like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a plane controller, an airplane. When you're like, yeah, uh, when you're flying a yeah, plane. wheel, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really and you know. and so like I, I don't know how it's going to work in practice. And again, I I think a big reason uh, they're doing this is because you know the the hope and and you can already do it. You know, like you, they already have autopilot, which um, you know, especially on the highway, you can just turn it on and it, it does its thing. Um, I think less and less, you know, people are going to have to interact with the physical controls, right? And yes, so, yeah. you know, how do you design a steering wheel for where um, most of the time you're not driving? And so this is kind of their take on it. But it's going to be interesting to see how it works in practice. Like even the turn signals, apparently, they're trying to do use AI for that. So okay. it's just going to know that you're going to change lanes somehow. And then it's going to activate the blinker. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be honest, there there's like probably a good 10-20% of the time when I should be signaling and I don't anyway. So like, you know, <laughs> like if if they if they could figure that out for If me, it just did it for you, right? Be- yeah, it's probably better anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so the steering wheel is super interesting. Other kind of um things that they've they've updated in it. Um all the screens and so uh the center screen now is is a horizontal screen similar to the, the Model 3 um and the Model Y. Um it's a little bigger. Well, uh, yeah. Well, based on what I saw, did they do the same thing that they did with the three? Like, is is your kind of dash gone now? Is it just a center screen now, or do they still have a dash kind of screen? They still they still have the the screen that has like your speed and other things in front of oh, you. Okay. So it's still okay. two screens in the front, um, right. and the center the center screen is just uh, uh, horizontal instead. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it's a bigger screen now. I think it's like seventeen inches, like crazy resolution. Um, there's also a screen at the back too, so there's a rear screen oh. now um, for the passengers to interact with. Um, That's cool. And the crazy thing is, it's like it it basically has a gaming computer built in, and so you know, like the existing Teslas, you can already play games, um, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, some pretty some pretty good games on there. But um, I guess the new Model S has like a super upgraded gaming computer built in, and they said it it can like do ten teraflops, or whatever that means, but. Um, apparently it's it's like pretty close to like a PlayStation Five, like in terms of processing power. That's crazy. And so like I don't but know. But is, is that is true. that independent? Is that independent? Like does it does that same kind of processor run everything, or is it just for the gaming piece? Yeah, I mean it's a good question. I I, I they haven't really said. I wouldn't be surprised if it kind of yeah. runs everything, right? And so basically, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, they need a really powerful computer anyways to do like autopilot and things like that. Um, but yeah, like Elon Musk is saying, there's some pretty crazy games. That they're gonna want to release, like basically, like you know, like PlayStation Five games in your in your Tesla, which is kind of crazy. 
Um, yep. But yeah, those like some pretty big updates. I think um, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of changes they've they've kind of done, but uh, yeah, the the fact that again zero sixteen less than two seconds, like you know, the like the the one that I, I test drove briefly was was already like you know insanely fast. So this you is know like the time. Yeah, the, I, I think that was two point three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, this is that's you know one point nine. That's that's almost half a second. That that is significantly uh, faster. So, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it'll be interesting it, to see some of the reaction videos from that. Is there um is there a pricing or release date kind of? Is, is it supposed to be the same price as the current S or? Yeah, it, pretty much the same price. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's basically overnight gotten gotten a huge upgrade, right? So, yeah, um, I think in Canada, like, I mean, again, these are these are definitely not uh, 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 economy vehicles, but I think Canada, it's, it starts at like one hundred and fifteen, I think, and then the yeah. Plaid uh, is one sixty, Plaid Plus is like one eighty. Um, but I mean, but are, prices have gone down like when they. When are, are they gonna? Sorry, when are they gonna release like the new like body and new wheel? Like when are they? Gonna release you that? can order it now. So they basically you can't okay. order the the previous one anymore. And um, okay. again, like very, it's again like the way that Tesla sells vehicles, right? It's it's basically like a new iPhone coming out where um, as soon as they launch it, you can't like the website's updated and then you can just order it right away. So I think they're saying deliveries in March or so, March April. Um, I think right. is, is when it's coming, but um, yeah, those are changes, and I think the Model X they updated as well. Same, some similar changes as well to Model X. Like they don't have that Plaid Plus version, but the uh, the interior and the steering wheel and everything. I think they've uh, they're updating the Model uh, X as well. So, um, so do you think? Like, yeah. I mean, do you think at this point, like, I mean, let's say, like, let's say you you had your choice, any 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 one you want, like, like I mean, you know, we've seen some interesting things, like the Taycan, the. Taycan or whatever that was released from Porsche and that's getting like really good reviews and you know people are really liking how crazy that car is and the fact that it's a Porsche and obviously there's a lot of like probably driving dynamics that are great and stuff like that Um, not to mention the luxury of like their crazy screens that they have in that car and it's overall design Um, the the Mustang Mach-E is getting a lot of attention Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's it's kind of it's a interesting looking car you know I, I think it's a it's a nice looking car uh, i don't know if you've seen the interior of it it's got this cool like physical volume dial in the middle of a screen it's got some like kind of new yep. stuff like that um do you think like at this point like if you were in the market for a new car and you could have any one do you think you would still go tesla do you think tesla still has the edge over because like, these other companies are starting to make inroads a little bit right like the mach yeah, getting a lot of attention tycon for sure got a lot of attention uh, you know, BMW just released like their new, um, the next i3 or something like that. I can't remember yep. what it's called. It's like, it's like their X3, like I version or whatever. And they're starting to make inroads, but do you think Tesla still ultimately was way still like, would that still be your choice? I mean, I have to imagine that the Taycan has, would be interesting as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's gone to the point where if your only criteria is you just want an electric vehicle, um, the answer is not simply Tesla anymore, right? If that's yeah. if that's your only criteria. Um, but again, it's that's the same that's the same question you would ask if you, if you're just buying a car in general, right? There's a lot of reasons that you choose one company over another, right? Even though they all make yeah, vehicles, yeah, yeah. right? Um, each of them has their kind of own approach, but it's gotten to the point now where a few years ago, yeah, if you want an electric vehicle, I don't know why you'd buy anything other than Tesla a few years ago, right? Yeah. Um, but now that's not the case. There's enough choice and variety emerging. Um, but that said, again, I think this update, what that proves is is that 
Tesla is continuing to basically lean into um, the not just a, like making an electric vehicle, um, but really their bet on that future of okay, um, it's about uh, autonomy, right? Uh, intelligence and the vehicle. Like, yes, it's it's got has to be a good vehicle. It has to be you know great to drive and a great kind of um, you know thing to be in. Um, but again, like you know, Porsche is not putting a PlayStation five in their, in their yeah, vehicles. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely different like mindset, like different right? approach. And, and yeah. Philosophy. So, so like, I think it's smart because it's like some people really want one. Right. And I think, you know, then I think most of the other manufacturers, um, their electric vehicles are very familiar to what they've made before. Right. Which is a good thing if that's what you want. Right. If, if you want a Porsche, then a take on is, is amazing because, you know, that's what you're getting, right? You're getting a Porsche, right? So all the reasons yeah. you would normally like a Porsche before, you will like a Taycan uh, for that, right? Um, yeah. So I think I think Tesla's still unique, and I don't know what you want to call this, but again, they're, the, they're still the only ones that are giving, like, real feature updates, right? Like, over the air, yeah. where, like, yeah. complete pieces of functionality change. Um, they're, old, they're the only ones really embracing autonomous driving. I mean, the, the fact their steering wheel doesn't let you, like, do much, right? I think is a sign of that. Um, and then all the stuff from like the entertainment, you know, to the, uh, the stuff like inside the vehicle that has nothing to do with driving, right? Like it's, it's like all additive to that. Um, and then the drivetrain, like they're still, they're still king, king of the hill for like, again, the crazy power and uh, range too, right? Like the, I don't know if this is going to be true, but, um, the Plaid Plus is going to be, they're, they're claiming 800 plus kilometers on one charge. Wow. There's That's like crazy. very few gasoline cars that can go 800 plus kilometers. Yeah, right, on, seriously. On, on a tank of gas. Yeah, so, I think my car, is, my car estimates at like 700 or so kilometers. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so I mean, that, and no one else is doing that. So, I think they're still, if you just want, you know, the longest range electric vehicle, they're, they're still the way to go. But you're right. Um, you know, you know, Ford, if you like Fords, like the Mach-E will probably be great, right? If you like Porsches, the yeah, Taycan's yeah. amazing. All these manufacturers coming out with electric vehicles. Um, again, it's just getting started, right? Like um, if you think about how many vehicles are out there, you know, non-electric vehicles, the, the variety and the choice, um, this stuff is just kind of getting started. But uh, yeah, that's Tesla still is like kind of really leaning into their, their kind of mentality and, and their kind of uh, approach. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's, this is no longer the case, but it was kind of like early days of Apple when their approach to computing was to build like obviously powerful machines, but their approach is also to make them beautiful and aesthetically pleasing and a real strong emphasis on industrial design. Whereas everybody else is kind of focusing purely on like kind of power and like, you know, just like these are work machines or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, nowadays, a lot of people have followed suit, you know, Dell and Samsung, they're all making the gorgeous things or whatever. Um, and, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying Tesla is about gorgeous design, but it's all about like they are a different approach, right? Like, like you've always said, right? They're more a software company and their approach to what they're building is not really about building, you know, the best today's car. They, they are putting their their bets on we are designing the future of driving yep. which is autonomous and like you know like, like the steering wheel that came out it you can almost like picture like in like in movies like an irobot when they're like start driving and then the, the steering wheel kind of splits and kind of goes back into the dash <laughs> yeah you know so yeah. like you can almost picture that steering wheel doing that yeah right? exactly so, yeah 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, check, check out the new Tesla Model S. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, only you're in the market for uh, the world's <laughs> fastest production vehicle. <laughs> well, Hundred eighty thousand dollars Canadian. Hundred eighty thousand is the, is the top end. So yeah. we're talking like 911 Turbo uh, kind of territory, right? You know, in the grand scheme of things, at that level of speed, it's a pretty good buy. Because actually, mm-hmm. obviously it's the fastest, but to even come close, right? Um, yeah, like Turbo S is what, 200 something, right? Like 240, yeah. 250. So um, yeah, not cheap, but um, I guess yeah, in that realm, um, it, yeah. it's maybe considered a deal. So good, good buying advice from the ETC podcast. The budget deal of the century, yeah. uh, Tesla yeah. Model S Plaid Plus uh, model for sure. Are, I mean, are they calling the Plaid Plus model Plaid Plus, or is it going to be like, like the you know the P five hundred X? Which no, has yeah. Whenever Plaid you go, whenever you go to the, um, it's hilarious how you can buy a hundred eighty thousand dollar car just like on you know Online. a few clicks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it's actually literally called Plaid Plus. That's that's the option you can select. Okay. And uh, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, we're coming to a close here on episode 55 of the EC Podcast. Just before we go, two bits of news. Uh, the Courier starring Benedict Cumberbatch uh, trailer just dropped for that. It is a interesting uh, spy thriller about, um, I believe, this British citizen who was spying for the Russians, I believe, something like hmm. that. Um, very like true story kind very, of thing? Like based off a true yeah, story? True, yeah, yeah, true story. Um, it seems very Benedict Cumberbatchy. Um, so definitely, <laughs> definitely... Uh, uh, check that out. And then um, the other thing I was going to mention is um, I don't know what I was going to mention, actually. But what's interesting <laughs> is as as unprepared as I was for the opening of this episode, it turns out I actually had an opening ready to go. I just didn't see it in my notes. Um, so I will <laughs> save that for the next episode. <laughs> of the ETC podcast. All right. If you have any questions, comments, and concerns, be sure to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the ETC podcast. Uh, go to our website, anchor.fm slash the dash ETC dash podcast. You can even leave us a voicemail and be sure to visit our YouTube channel and subscribe to it and leave some comments, like some videos. It definitely helps. It is, um, you know, it's so funny. Right there, right there. I was about to say, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, I was about to repeat the <laughs> whole repeat thing. Again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just keep it going. But we are happy to be back into season seven. Uh, thanks, Deanna, for the nudge for getting back into it. We will get you. We will get you your environment ep- environmental episode. That was a little <laughs> bit ominous. How I paused. So, there. so aggressive. Like, <laughs> yeah, we will get you. We're coming to your house. We know where you live. No, no, no. We will get you your environmental episode. Is where what I meant to say. Um, lots of really good stuff to talk about in 2021. I'm sure it is mm-hmm. seeming like there is light at the end of the tunnel. That maybe. Maybe sometime in 2022, me and Aaron might be in the same room recording it. Although this is a little bit more convenient. We don't even have to drive to each other's houses. That's, that's true. Working, that's true. Yeah. Working all right. Yeah. Yes. But we'll, we'll be able all to right. see, in 2022, we'll see Tenet in, in an IMAX theater. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Don't forget to keep your eyes peeled for Space Jam, a new legacy starring LeBron James. That is going to be the movie of 2021 all right but that's it for now guys uh etc podcast hosted on anchor.fm distributed to all your favorite platforms including spotify uh apple Podcasts, and more spread the word be sure to subscribe to everything that we do and listen to everything that we do season seven surprise episode dropping tonight but if you're listening to this then you obviously know that already so that is it for episode 55 50 plus 5 and 60 minus 5 that's right the yes. operand is the yes. same on both situations for this wonderful January 28th 2021 oh 
first episode of 2021. <laughs> Got that right. All right. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. My name is Casey Lee. <laughs> and sitting across the city from me, as always, is Aaron Zanekar. We'll see you guys next week. Plat Plus. Go get it. Go get it.